episode of the Exploring Information Security Podcast. What is the OSINT framework? Welcome to the Exploring Information Security Podcast, where you will learn, explore, and grow your security mindset. I am your host, Timothy D. Block, and in this episode, we will be exploring what is the OSINT framework. Joining me today to discuss this is Justin Nordeen, OSINT framework creator. Justin, how are you? I'm doing pretty good, Tim. How are you? I am fantastic. Um, so first, before we actually get into the framework, I want to know, how did you get started in OSINT? Oh, man, that's a good question. So uh, how did I get started? I'd have to say I'd have to go way back for that one and say that it probably came from a long time ago when I probably first saw Johnny Long's no tech hacking talk that he did at the uh, oh, DEF CON a long time ago. I forget which one, but um, obviously, I mean, he, since then he put out a book about no tech hacking and it's all about his, uh, you know, his Google dorks and his Google hacking and, um, you know, just all the, it, it, he had a lot of other stuff involved with the no tech hacking, you know, piece of that too, you know, the social engineering and the dumpster diving and everything else, but just kind of the, the way that he was thinking, you know, really grabbed my attention. And I thought it was pretty fantastic of the, the different ways that he was going about getting, you know, getting the information he was after, without even, you know, attacking another computer system. Well, so, and, and how far are we going like nineties? Are we going like early two thousands? Uh, no, that was probably, yeah. Early two thousands. I want to say that was around like 2006, 2007, somewhere in there. Okay. So, so like kind of like the newish area of social media and, and I'm trying, I guess I'm trying to set it up as it's not like, computers and information wasn't as like there was still information out there in computers and stuff but like you said there's like more dumpster diving and looking at you know other resources right yeah absolutely definitely wasn't you know today's age of you know facebook and posting pictures of what you ate for breakfast on the internet <laughs> yeah I think, I think at that point like facebook was still just a college app so yep yeah so so what is the osint framework so the OSINT framework is uh, just a little uh, a website tool, whatever you want to call it, that uh, I started putting together kind of just based on dealing with some of my own issues in OSINT investigations, um, you know, constantly trying to figure out, uh, you know, if I had a certain piece of information, if I had an email address or an IP or a domain name, you know, how do I take that piece of information and pivot from that to start finding more related or relevant pieces of information and then eventually be able to tile that back into kind of one big picture. Um, so from that, you know, I had a bunch of just disparate, different tools. Um, all of them, you know, would do different things. Some of them were partially overlapping or entirely overlapping. And it was kind of just a big jumbled mess. And I was trying to kind of wrap my head around you know, the, the best way that I could try to figure out how to make my own investigations a little bit more efficient, you know, and start using, you know, a, a fewer amount of tools that did exactly what I was looking for. Or, you know, when I was, you know, really struggling on a particular investigation and not coming up with some good data, you know, what were the the other things that I'd used in, you know, previous investigations that I couldn't remember off the top of my head right then, you know, that might happen to, you know, give me something new that, I haven't stumbled across yet. Um, so that eventually like it kind of made its way into a mind map and I was trying to map everything out and um, that, that turned into a big spaghetti mess too. And then kind of 
morphed its way into, you know, what you see today in the OSINT framework and kind of just taking chunks of, of OSINT tools and trying to categorize them based on the starting pieces of information that you have and then feeding that piece of information into that tool. And then, you know, obviously, you know, getting whatever out of it that you can. Yeah. So that's, that's one of the things I noticed is that it's like, I went to the page and I'm just poking around and you, it's exactly that as a mind map where you just, you click it and it's just got like tiers and tiers and tiers of stuff. So, I mean, w- what is your recommendation for someone either just getting a no sin or someone like just starting to use a site? Is there, is there a particular way they should handle uh, using the framework? Yeah. So I'd say, you know, think of something that you want to know more about. Um, you know, if it's not, you know, an investigation or, you know, reconnaissance for a pen test, you know, just, you know, try to find information about yourself or your, you know, a family member or, um, you know, with permission, of course, or, you know, just something, something you're interested in and then, uh, and then start digging, right. Take whatever pieces of information, you know, about that particular topic and start kind of reading through the different categories and see where that could possibly apply. Um, and, you know, kind of, kind of back to that, that, you know, no tech hacking or the, the hacker's mindset in general of way of thinking is, you know, it sometimes you got to kind of twist things a little bit and it's not always going to be perfectly straightforward. Um, you know, obviously the, the first category on the site is usernames. Um, then there's a bunch of cool username tools in there, but don't limit yourself just to that. You know, sometimes you got to go look at like dating websites and public records and forums and blogs. And there's a lot of other places where you can use username other than what's just there. Um, but hopefully the category should at least get you started and get you kind of working down a path to gathering more relevant pieces of information to to kind of help fuel that um, that investigation. So who should be using this stuff? Uh, honestly, anybody. So that's kind of been the the most interesting thing that I would say that has happened since I put the site together and started getting um, kind of the word out about it has been, you know, obviously I've got a information security background and that's, that's why I built it. Um, and kind of, I, it started with that, that background and that mindset, right. Of, you know, either reconnaissance for penetration tests or from the blue team side and doing your own reconnaissance on your own company. So that way, you know, you know, what information is leaking or, you know, what you need to defend against. Um, so it, it had that background to start with, but since it's gone out there, I've seen a lot of other uh, interest from you know journalists and uh, people doing fact checking and uh, activists and, and just all kinds of different uh, industries that I wasn't necessarily expecting to be as interested in it. Um, and, and I mean, it makes perfect sense after the fact, right? But I, you know, when I when I was going through the creation, it was just purely I was thinking about. The problem I had in front of me, in information security standpoint, um, so it's been it's been pretty cool. And so honestly, OSINT's out there. It's open source intelligence. It, you know, anybody can go find out data about you know anything they're interested in. It's the the, the amazing thing about the internet. So uh, it's pretty much unrestricted. Anybody who wants to dig deeper in a particular topic can use a lot of the tools that are here to to find out more information. Yeah, so I've I've actually handed this site off to a developer that I work with because I kind of so we do we do uh, training and I was you know we were walking through some phishing training and we were looking at legit versus non legit emails and you know I was using both examples and one of them was like from a recruiter 
And I think I creeped everybody out because I was like, well, here's, you know, this is the email. Here's her LinkedIn profile. And oh, here's her Instagram profile. <laughs> and so, you know, and then I told about how, you know, I, I have another developer who uh, has like two middle names. It's like, I bet you can't guess my two middle names. It was like, give me five minutes. Yep. And I Googled it and I found like a wedding invitation that had his two names in there. Nice. And also, also it had like his three sisters. And so I, when he came back to his desk, I said, how is such a, like named off his sisters and then said like his two middle names and he was a little freaked out, but that like showing that to developers, they have like, some of them have shown like an interest in learning more about that type of stuff. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's, that's the next, the kind of the next evolution. Right. And it's it, obviously everything about this gets creepy in a hurry um, <laughs> and it's, it doesn't take long at all. You know, I mean, it's kind of honestly, it's my goal in most of my investigations is I want to find stuff that, you know, if I have to submit it in a report, I want the report to get pushed back and be like, no, nah, you probably shouldn't put that in there. Um, <laughs> like that's, that's what I know. Like I, I, I won. Um, but no, in terms of, you know, what you're saying about, you know, pushing this off the developers, um, kind of this, this, was the initial attempt they put in the framework together was kind of like an aggregation of a bunch of tools that are out there today. But kind of next phase is there's a lot more that can be done with this stuff in terms of automation and, you know, going out and gathering, uh, gathering this data in a more efficient manner and then, you know, pulling the relevant details out and doing something with it. Um, and I think that's kind of where we're going to see OSINT progress to, you know, in the next, in the next phases over the next few years. So also within the development team, and I've pushed this, is you know we have a design team that has to be aware of our competitors and stuff. And right. I was like, we can use OSINT as a tool to like go you know find out more information on our competitors. So I kind of feel like, that I, and maybe some of that's already going on, Absolutely. but I feel like that could be, if you're on a blue team, that's something you can tell the business that's like, hey, we can use this stuff to go look at our competitors and try to either potentially find source code if you if you're really lucky um but you could also you know find out other things that they're they're doing within their organization yeah absolutely i mean and it's the i mean the, oh man the amount of data that's out there is just <laughs> unreal um and so i will say that there are definitely companies out there that are leveraging it for um for corporate intelligence um and again right like that was kind of one of the things i was like oh i didn't really you know think of it from that standpoint initially, but, you know, it makes perfect sense afterwards. Um, but it, the, the amount of information out there and, and you have, you know, kind of the same background that I do. Right. So we see a lot of that from the, the red teaming and the pen testing perspective is how much data is freely out there about a company and its employees and how you can use it from a red team perspective. It's not much more of a stretch to go from that to the corporate intelligence. Right. Um, and, and how they can start leveraging, you know, all the data you get out of that and, you know, start, you know, applying it to their decision making processes, too. Yeah, absolutely. So let's talk about the future plans for the framework. So future plans for the framework, man, uh, that's a that's a good question. They're a little bit fluid at the moment. Um, this so this is what the second to last day in February this month, I've been pushing pretty hard to get uh, some new tools and resources added. And I kind of gave myself a challenge to, I had a huge backlog of tools that I hadn't, uh, no, basically just hadn't taken the time to go through yet. So I gave myself a, a challenge to try to add 10 new tools every single day, all through February. Um, that was late a couple days, but I've, I've made it so far and I've got tomorrow's ready to go. So as soon as that's done, 
I'm going to stop the focus on trying to add new tools and resources. And then I'm going to flip towards uh, spending a little bit more time on uh, some of the site's code and some functionality upgrades, as well as kind of cleaning up some of the categories that are there. Um, so really, the, the, the goal of the framework is 100%. The tools have to be free. Um, or at least partially free, right? I'm okay if they give you some information and they want you to, you know, pay more for more information, right? That's up to up to each individual person. But I want you at least to be able to get some free information out of any of the tools that are in here. But the goal isn't to gather every single possible tool that could do this sort of thing. I'm definitely looking for, you know, the the best ones in the category. Um, but the biggest thing I've noticed too since we've been going is these tools are coming and going like crazy. I mean, they drop like flies uh, and new ones spin up constantly. Um, so managing that's a giant pain of just the, the tools that are dying and new ones coming in. So I've got some automation plans coming up and this is really kind of some backend stuff, right? So that way I don't have to deal with um, discovering dead links out of the you know thousand tools that are in there constantly and kind of some backend stuff to automate that and do you know link checking so that way i can you know keep keep the framework clean and not have people running into dead tools all the time um, but probably the next big functionality upgrade that i'm going to add is uh, some kind of a search feature i've been playing with some code that you know if you type in a you know, email or so, or something it'll give you some options and when you hit one it'll auto expand the tree um, and kind of highlight a path to whatever tool it was that you were looking for. Oh, that's that sounds awesome. Yeah, it's, I think it'll be helpful just because it's there's so much stuff in there now. It's starting to get hard to find things. <laughs> I bet. Well, I was going to ask, are, are you looking for help? Like it, what can people do to kind of help with some of that? Is it just oh, reported or? Absolutely. Um, so and so this is all in GitHub. Um, everything is, is posted out on GitHub um, again. This is, I come from the, the typical information security background, right? So I love all the other open source tools that are out there. And that's kind of what I was hoping this to be. I'd love for it to be a collaborative thing with the rest of the community, you know, with, with all the other communities that are out there too, that are doing the same, you know, investigative journalism and all the other groups that are trying to do OSINT. Um, so tool suggestions, you know, resource suggestions that should be added would be awesome. Um, you know, dead links for getting reported and, until I get that automated is, is definitely awesome as well. Um, I'm more than willing to accept them in any fashion. You know, if you just want to hit me up on Twitter or send me an email or however it is you want to get the data to me, I, I will take it and I'll deal with it. But obviously, like I said, the code's posted out on GitHub, including all of the links and, the, you know, a JSON file out there. So pull requests are fantastic. Um, it saves me a lot of time and effort and work. Um, if uh, we can get some other folks kind of collaborating and, and pushing the, you know, some new ideas and stuff out there automatically. So what resources would you recommend other than the OSINT framework for people looking to get into OSINT? Oh man. So there's some, definitely some great stuff out there. Um, Michael Bazell's uh, website and course is probably uh, among the top He's got a fantastic forum um, that and in uh, training that is absolutely fantastic. I uh, highly recommend it. Uh, he's one of the best that I've seen. He's got a couple of books out there as well that are uh, very on point and, and current with good OSINT techniques. Uh, a lot of the tips and tricks and stuff that, you know, you won't necessarily pick up just by, um, you know, just by using the, 
this framework, right? And just because basically I'm providing a link to a tool. Um, but some of the stuff you know, that you get out of, you know, these other locations and the forums and people talking about it is some more of the tips and tricks on how to use the tool in, in an interesting fashion, you know, that way. So you don't have to come up with everything on your own. Uh, also, Justin Seitz has a pretty fantastic uh, automating OSINT uh, courses he's put together. Uh, and a fantastic, if you don't want to go through a course and pay money, he's got a, a fantastic blog as well where he talks a lot about the um, automating OSINT work that he does, um, leveraging Python to you know take some of the different OSINT tools that are out there um, and start to, well, I mean, it's obviously it's, it's named as it is, right? He's, he's automating them in a way that way it, it takes a lot of the manual effort and work out of it. Uh, so much of OSINT right now is manual. Uh, there's a lot, a couple of good tools that are up and coming uh, that have some you know great automation pieces to them. But even with those, right, they, it saves a, a portion of the manual effort, but there's still a, a big chunk of it is still pretty manual. Are, are you seeing machine learning in OSINT? I haven't seen, honestly, no. Um, so far today, the only thing that I've seen in terms of automation has been uh, automating the collection and then scraping out relevant bits of data. Um, but so much of that still tends to be false positives or false leads mm -hmm. that it takes a, a good chunk of kind of human review to go through even what's being collected in an automated fashion. Um, now, that said, right, the, the level that I'm working at is more on the, the free standpoint. Um, I fully believe that there is machine learning happening in either, you know, large companies or three-letter agencies and that they're applying it to what they're gathering out of OSINT. Um, <laughs> I'm not seeing it at, you know, the, the free and open source level. Okay. All right. Well, is there anything else you'd like to mention that we haven't already discussed? Uh, it's... So nothing, nothing major. Um, it just uh, get out there and you know start playing around with it. Uh, I the whole reason why I fell into love with OSINT is because you know doing a couple of these investigations is just fun. It's amazing to see you know the type of stuff that you can learn about a, you know a topic or a target. You know once you really start digging in and it, it it'll blow your mind what sort of information and how much of it is out there and just freely available on the internet so it's pretty fun so get out there and you know if you, if you use my tool or any others you know i'd love to hear about it if there's uh, if you have suggestions or you know if you find some neat osint trick i'd you know i'd love to know um this is uh, definitely collaborative and a kind of a community learning kind of thing and um you know i enjoy it i hope you do too all right, so it's osintframework.com. What else would you like to plug? I'd say that's pretty much it. Uh, reach out to me on Twitter is probably the best way to get a hold of me. Uh, my handle is pretty easy. It's uh, my first initial and last name, so it's just at J Nordine, N-O-R-D-I-N-E. Uh, it's probably the best way to get a hold of me. If you got you know osint questions or comments, you know, feel please free feel to reach out. Feel please feel free to reach out. Okay, cool. All right. Well, thank you for joining me to discuss what is the OSINT framework. Absolutely. Thanks for having me on. That will do it. Hopefully you learned something. Feedback is welcome at timothy.dblock at gmail.com or on Twitter at timothydblock. Show notes can be found at timothydblock.com forward slash E-I-S. If you enjoyed the show, share it with others and rate it on iTunes. Have a good one.